Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network. Listening to Linux in the Hamshack. LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source, and amateur radio for everyone. Now, here are your hosts Russ, K5TUX, Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. You have tuned in to episode number 468 of Linux in the Hamshack, the most terrific amateur radio podcast on the internet. And you have tuned into our, well, what will replace our deep dive episode, episode number 468, as previously stated, which is going to be our hopefully relatively brief wrap-up of Hamvention 2022. We have just returned from there. Everybody made it back home safe. And we're going to talk a little bit about what we did, what we saw, who we met, and then we'll let you get on with the rest of your lives. But before we go ahead and do that, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Russ, K5TUX. I'm Cheryl, W5MOO. And I'm Bill, NE4RD. All right. So, uh, yeah, we went to Hamvention three days in May that are not four days in May. <laughs> Did four days well, in May thing? Was that a thing? Did that happen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. See, I'm already out of it. I don't. I don't know anything that's going on. Well, as I I know, as we went to Hamvention, got very little sleep, and then we came home. So that that's my summary of uh, <laughs> what happened. Isn't uh, that like every other Hamvention, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly, say, yeah. exactly like every other Hamvention, precisely. But we did meet people. We met lots and lots of people. We tried out some new stuff at the booth, like we had our USB replicator, which seemed to be a relatively big hit. We didn't do a lot of copies, mostly because people didn't bring USB sticks, but I think that will definitely be a better thing going forward. It uh, certainly seemed worth the while. We also had uh, lots of people pick up our distribution or download it or go to the website. And except for one of the TVs losing its backlight halfway through the show, I think our, our technology works pretty well. We wound up not, not recording at all on site, so that's why we're kind of doing this now. So uh, I'm going to let Bill go ahead and start off with uh, the uh, the sights and sounds of Linux in, in the ham shack at Hamvention, and I guess I'll just uh, have Cheryl and I interject um, where we need to or something. Okay, <laughs> that sounds uh, that sounds good. Yeah, Hamvention. Jeez. Um, I guess I'll just do a quick overview from my perspective. Um, yeah, I had two booths. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need so to talk was, about that other one not every yeah i won't mention the other one <laughs> you guys can just guess what that one was but yeah. um yeah so i was traveling a little bit back and forth especially on friday afternoon because i had a cancellation <laughs> for my booth helpers um so uh but yeah i can uh geez friday friday was pretty busy i think friday seemed to be the busier day of the three which is slightly odd for uh hamvention normally friday is kind of you know that's kind of hit and miss 
Uh, Saturday is normally a huge, huge busy day, but uh, this one seemed to play a little different. Uh, definitely uh, Friday was the busy day. Saturday kind of was busy, but it felt like it was missing something. And it, it might just be that I was missing people. Um, and uh, Sunday, Sunday was dead. So, <laughs> I, I think Sunday this time was a little busier than the past. I, I kind of agree with that. I feel like Sunday we did better this year than in 2019 for sure. Um, yeah, I think we packed up early on Sunday before, though. I think we kind of stayed till, you know, we didn't pack up till at noon. Yeah, but I think I think we were justified in packing up in years past, and this year we actually had, I mean, we probably could have packed up maybe a half hour earlier, but until then, we actually had a pretty steady stream, which is not what I can say for Saturday. That's why it felt weaker, because on Friday, it was just nonstop, you know, open to close, and Saturday, there were big gaps in the traffic, so... Yeah, so much so, like, what, about 3.30, it felt like uh, it was the end of the day, and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and the thing is, at 3.30, that was pretty well the end of the day. We only had a handful of people show up after 3.30. Yeah, so. yeah I think the, the weather was kind of impending and kind of scaring some people off Saturday afternoon, but uh, surely that couldn't have been the only thing that scared them away, or maybe they just weren't there, one or the other. Right. No, we we, ha- we heard tell that uh, sort of around that time in the afternoon on Saturday that the flea market was basically just evaporating. <laughs> People were just disappearing from outside. Uh, I didn't get a chance to walk around the, the flea market this time, as I rarely ever do. I think I may have done it once, and that was back in at Hera. But people were coming by and saying, that, you know, the, the flea market's empty. Everyone's left already. So... <laughs> And we thought maybe that would bring people inside, but apparently when the flea market disappeared, so did everyone else. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a look at the flea market either. I, th- I just saw the, you know, the, the few little ones that were like at the end of our building because there were bathrooms right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's about the only extent I, I think I walked around and just looked at the table for a second. I was like, okay, well, they don't really have anything here. <laughs> we don't generally get exciting tables right near building five. But, um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, overall, I, I've seen several people put notes out there on the, uh, on the blogospheres and stuff like that. And, you know, they're all kind of saying the same thing. It's like, yeah, it looks like it was probably about like two thirds of normal, maybe a little bit less. I mean, we'll have to wait and see on the official, um, headcount through the gate at, uh, you know, probably like in a month when Dara finally releases those numbers. But, Definitely seemed pretty light. Um, I, I heard tell that the vendors were still getting quite a bit of sales on the inside. So, you know, it probably didn't impact them so much because apparently people were there and willing and ready to spend some money on some new gear and stuff like that. Um, but uh, who knows? Maybe maybe we'll get some more numbers, <laughs> some more real numbers. Uh, we're just getting indications that uh, that the sales were were pretty good um let's see we had a, we had a few visitors at the booth uh, i have two here um well one i didn't even talk to this one here this is the morserino 32 did you talk to them i don't recall talking to them that does not sound familiar to me so so yeah they were just down the hall from us and uh i think they were paired up with uh, the cw ops booth 
And this is a uh, basically a product. Uh, it's a new way to learn and practice Morse code. It's a keyer, code generator, echo trainer, decoder, and everything else. And it looks like it's on a single board computer. Um, and uh, they dropped the card, so I think maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll chat with them. We'll have to take a look at the product and uh, see how open sourcey it is and stuff like that. Um, Morserino, Morserino info so we'll check that out uh, another one i talked with um uh, dan babcock and for xwe he was uh manning uh the tapper booth uh down the hall from us as well and he was showing me some of the work he's doing uh with his uh raspberry pi and some build scripts and stuff like that you know very akin to uh build a pie and ham pie and stuff like that but uh, uh very very uh you know kind of um, still in the script level. Let's just say that no user interface and stuff like that, but uh, doing some configuration, uh, advanced configuration for the Raspberry Pi. And I told him, uh, told him we'd give him a, maybe give him a shout out later on and uh, talk to him about uh, what he's doing and uh, how that's progressing. And maybe a little bit about what's going on with Tapper and what they do and stuff like that. So uh, definitely a possibility on a future, future podcast. And uh, who else did you uh, say stop by and you talked to? Well, I talked to a gentleman from Phase Doc, and his name was Chris Landbauer. I'm going to assume that's somewhere close. <laughs> There's a lot of extra vowels. Uh, but anyway, he, uh, this, his card is here, and he gave me a, a little dossier on their product, which is kind of a... It's a, a it's an assemblage. It's a thing to organize your projects that use Raspberry Pis or other single board computers and Arduinos. They're little modular plastic mounts uh, that you can put your boards on to create sort of a modular layout. And then there's a bigger case that goes around them, and there's like holes in them so that you can put things in different positions, run wires through. And he said in future iterations, there's supposed to be a modular power supply that's supposed to go along with it to provide 3 volt um, or 3.3, 5 volt, and 12 volt power to whatever you've got in this thing. And uh, I believe we are going to make an effort to talk to them further about this product. And it's, it sounds interesting. It looks interesting. And if you want to find out more about it before we talk to them, let's see, it says it's, uh, was it phasedoc.com? Yeah, phasedoc.com. So we'll uh, we'll talk to somebody from phasedoc.com coming up. And, uh, I mean, we had lots and lots of people at the booth, but these are the ones who uh, who basically turned into upcoming programs. Um, I don't recall there are any other folks. I, I think uh, we I think there were a couple others that we may touch on uh, via email, but I don't have them here in front of me, so I don't remember what they are. And I know I remember I was supposed to go back and talk to uh, or go back to the ARDC booth, but when I went over there, Dan was not there anymore. He <laughs> did not see him again after his uh, pre-show visit. And uh, uh, yeah, what was the who's the other guy who's big with ARDC? He came by the booth and he talked to me for a while. I was talking to him about uh, grants and stuff. Um, I believe that was like John, maybe. I have the card. I think it is. I think it is John, but I just threw the card back in the stack. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll look it up real quick here. Oh yeah, here it is. John, John, um, flip it over. Yeah, John Hayes, K7 Victor Echo. Yeah, yeah, K7VE. And actually, we have talked to K7VE before, haven't we? Didn't we interview him about something? I believe he was on with Dan, wasn't he? Was he was he on about ARDC? Or no, no, we had Michelle on with Dan. I think we had him on for something else, didn't we? I I think we did. That that call sign is just ridiculously familiar. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up on our website real fast because our search engine is so awesome. It's amazing. K seven V E. Uh yeah, no, it was uh, ARDC. Okay. There you go. Oh, maybe we had all three of them on there. Did we have all three? Oh, oh yeah. we had uh, uh, Rossi Wolf was on there, and John Hayes, and Dan. So we had, yeah, okay. We also now interviewed him way back in episode number one sixty six about no, yeah, a pie hat from Northwest Digital Radio. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a long time. Yeah, ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> when did one sixty six come out? Just out of curiosity, April uh, two thousand sixteen. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a bit ago. <laughs> yeah, that was the episode before I started. <laughs> oh, interesting, interesting. <laughs> that is. So what were you uh, saying? Or you you had started to say something? No, no, I was just going to say yeah, that there was the uh, ARDC deep dive, and then you said that already. So, <laughs> but then you said the other one. And I'm like, oh wow, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very cool. So we did talk with John uh, K7VE. And uh, numerous, numerous other peoples. We got, uh, we've already gotten a couple of new subscribers out of it, and a lot of YouTube followers, and you know, probably and uh, some merch sales and everything else. So, but at least it it <clears throat> worked out in that way. And yeah, uh, we even had um, well, Cheryl got a got a QSL card from him. Uh, <laughs> Eric, you say who? yeah, <laughs> yeah, Eric Guth, where's that one UG? Stop by the booth. Actually, I I talked to him the day before. I ran into him over at the uh, ARDC booth. I was chatting with uh, with uh, Dan for a little bit, and then uh, of course, uh, Mister Cuso today shows up himself, and we had a good chat. And uh, um, yeah, so we're talking we're talking about possibly. Possibly participating in the uh, the September show, um, so we'll see. I heard a lot of good things about this last time, um, but uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, if he can find a way to accommodate our sort of live content, that would be great. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, I was thinking about that, and I was like, well, I could record like a a pre video. And then we just have an extended Q and A thing, so so at least like worst case scenario, there would still be some content up there to share. So that might be the best thing to do in general. Um, so anyway, I'll uh, I'll I'll start that ball rolling, and um, we'll uh, we'll hope for the best, and uh, yeah, we'll give it we'll give it one more try. Absolutely, we're nothing if not flexible. <laughs> so <laughs> we just had to take one off, right? That's right. I think it's just one. We took I think off, it's so. just the one. Yep. All right. So we did have some other folks come by the booth of, of note, I guess we had uh, Ed, Ed and two XDD of the M 17 project. He actually came by several times and gave us lots of stickers and buttons and magnets and harassed everyone. And, uh, <laughs> 
but it was very good to see him. Uh, we always love hearing about the M17 and where they're going, and it looks like they have a lot of progress. They're talking about where they're going with hardware and software and asked if we would you know, catch up with them and, and tell us what's going on since the last time we talked to the M17 project. So obviously we'll do that because they said there's, there's tons of stuff to update us on. So obviously we'll want to get that out there. Let's see what else. Who else came by? Thinking that longtime listener, uh, Tony. <laughs> yeah, he, he was <laughs> in and out most by. of the most of the the time that we were there. Yes, yes, he was definitely at the booth a lot. <laughs> he did. He did go on a hunt for two meter duplexer for me, but never nothing sort of came of that. I was told that at the ham fest that I'm going to on June 4th that there there should be one or two cell wave duplexers there, so I might nice might see what's available um yeah i think tony bought some goodies though right he walked away with the some kind of station thing didn't he He had a power supply oh that's right the power supply yeah the desk power supply or test power supply i should say yeah the test power supply i know he was looking for a a system station station monitor that's right but did not find one however uh one of our newer listeners for us kc5cnt found a station monitor and took oh that yeah, in. yeah. But he was at the booth for a while. We had a good talk with him. That was great. And then Hutch came by, came on KJN, uh, because we didn't get the opportunity to visit him in Indiana. He visited us in Ohio and actually sort of hung out and chatted with people at the booth for a while while I wandered around in some of the other buildings. I I think I left Bill there, but I, you wandered off too, didn't you? <laughs> no, I stayed there. I oh, stayed you stayed there. there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that way, could, him and Cheryl could just chat away while. While I was to, uh, <laughs> oh, pretending he, to be busy, yeah. <laughs> well, he he was giving booth visitors, you know, he was joking with some of the booth visitors. So yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. And and he also brought us a boatload of food. We have Creole shrimp and andouille sausage and pralines and pecan pie, and and way more stuff that he should have brought with him. But <laughs> <laughs> we ate we ate as much as we could of it there. And then we brought the rest of it back, and it's, as I understand it, it's uh, dinner after the show. Yes, <laughs> so, yes, it is. <laughs> so, so we had to keep a cooler full of ice with us the whole way back, just to, to make those shrimps happy. <laughs> the shrimps, the shrimps, and they were—they're so good. They're so good. So, thank you, Hutch, for that. Really appreciate it, and thanks for hanging out at the booth. It was really good to see you. Um. Yeah, we had we had lots of people who listened to the show. Several several like sort of drive-bys. You know, it's like love the show and uh, on their way <laughs> to the next thing. <laughs> um, Matt Murphy came by. Scott. Um, who else? Um, oh, Joel from the uh, Linux Link Tech Show was there. Oh yeah. Um, Jeremy did too, right? Yeah, Jeremy, former Jeremy. former host of uh, three uh, Workbench three hundred and sixty, and um, the thing, whatever it was before that or after that, what it- <laughs> <laughs> something, 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 yeah, the one with yeah. George Zafiropoulos and and whatever. Yeah, that's Workbench. 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 Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, he's dropped by. Let's see who else? Uh, Don Bill Hale stopped by. Oh yeah, who Don Gover stopped by. Yep. Absolutely. Oh Don. And our our past co-host Rich. Oh Rich, yeah, Rich was in and out several times, so we saw him. K zero E B. 
That was cool to see him. He said it was going to help us pack out and then vanished. <laughs> uh, he said it was with people, though. He let us know it may not happen. So it's not like he it's not like he committed himself and then disappeared. Uh, apparently, he got called away, which is absolutely acceptable. Uh, what else? I, I went around looking at a few things. I went to several booths in the, the big buildings, one, two, and three. I went next door to drop my ticket in the prize booth. Didn't win anything. Bill didn't win anything. Cheryl didn't have a ticket, so of course she didn't win anything. Um, yeah. What else? <laughs> we ran, we caught up with Gene and Shelly in Indianapolis. Oh, that's right. We met them. BX8AAD, our listener from Taiwan. Uh, who's also an American and just happens to live in Taiwan and his lovely bride, Kelly, uh, caught up with us, uh, in the parking lot of a liquor store rather appropriately <laughs> woot, woot. <laughs> outside of Indianapolis on the way back from the show because they had, uh, just flown into the States a few days before and had not had a chance to, to make it down to Xenia. So we saw them on the way back and that was cool. And uh, Did we saw anything good at that uh, liquor store. No, we didn't even go in. <laughs> no, she- Shelly suggested she's like, they seem really busy. Russia should go in and check stuff out. And he's like, no, I'm good. So they had a pretty good selection there, but no Eagle Rare. Uh, yeah, probably. So because <laughs> I stopped at that uh, that spot to get gas, and I was like, oh, the liquor store is like right next to the gas station. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'll go check it out while I'm here. <laughs> So I did leave with a bottle of uh, something. What the hell did I buy there? Rossville Union. I bought another oh, bottle. You of bought another bottle of Rossville. All righty then. And uh, a big jug of uh, old oh, old Forster One Hundred. Oh, old Forster One Hundred. That's what I drank last night at the cigar bar. But that's yeah. neither here nor there. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. It's good. I like it. So I, 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 do I, like I it dropped too. those bottles off at my office. So those are my office. Drinks now. <laughs> those are those are the while i'm working liquors yeah 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 day drinking <laughs> and uh of course there were lots of other people who came by the booth too too many to name everyone i hate to leave anyone out but there were lots of people who were not listeners many people who were several people who uh, sounded interested in the show lots of people took cards scanned our qr code and left donations we actually have lots of donations enough to sort of recompensate for some of the issues we had like the broken tv which hopefully is going to get fixed and the rest of it's going to go back into our fund and that fund is going to to be as i believe we've decided to be turned into a prize fund to give away for our 500th episode which is coming up yeah not too long from now it'd be nice if it kind of fell right around our anniversary it might we could oh. we could probably make that happen. We just need to skip a couple of episodes. Well, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be exact, but I have a feeling it'll come around pretty close to October time frame. So yeah. So just just uh, briefly on that, we want to let people know because we haven't done a contest in a while. But if you're a paid subscriber to the program, you automatically get an entry into any drawings we do. So nothing else. And if you are not, then we'll have some other way to get drawings that don't violate any laws. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll we'll figure out what those are in the future, and we'll let you know how to do that. But if you're already a paid subscriber, you're you're already in, in the drawing, and we'll of course let everybody know what that's going to be as soon as we pick out whatever the things are. So there's that. Now back to him. Very actually. specific. 
<laughs> yes. I don't want to be too specific because honestly, we really don't know very much right now. We just know it's going to be for episode 500. All the rest of the details are yet to be determined. So I can't think of anybody else specifically who came by the booth. Um, I would like to acknowledge everyone who did. We had a really good time. Uh, lots of talking. Building 5, I think we discussed this while we were there, seems to be the loudest of the buildings because of its uh, low roof, low metal roof, and um, general foot traffic. So sometimes it's very hard to hear. I think by the middle afternoon of the first day, my throat and and Bill's throats were both raw. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not sure mine actually recovered until, like, we got home, but... Yeah, I think mine just, I think today is like the first day that my throat wasn't kind of still sore. <laughs> it's like, we talked so much that first day and you have to talk so loudly. Yeah, it's just like, ah, uh, I was like, I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> yeah, I've not done that in a while. See, that's the nice thing about doing a podcast is you don't have to speak loudly at all because the microphones do all the work for you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, not the case at Building 5 at Hamvention for sure. So there was a lot of shouting, but I think there was a lot of good information. We we got a lot of good interaction. And while it felt like the attendance wasn't quite what it was three years ago, I, I think it was still good enough to make it worthwhile. And uh, I really enjoyed it. it. On the plus side of all of this, it was just nice to be out amongst people again and uh, doing that thing we do every May in Ohio. So. I enjoyed it. So we haven't heard much from Cheryl. Anything you want to uh, expound upon? Um, I'm still trying to recover on my sleep. Yes, you did not get much of it, although you did get plenty on the way home. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because I conked out in the car and pretty well slept the last two days. (laughs) Um, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But Bill and I had the the ability, especially Bill, uh, to uh, basically... Go, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and uh, I, I wasn't far behind him, but Cheryl had some uh, sleep issues, but he made it. I survived. He did yeah. survive. Anything else besides so, lack of sleep? No, it was nice seeing the people that popped by. Um, you know, nice meeting, you know, our listeners, the ones that I hadn't already met. Uh, nice chatting with people. And, you know, other than that, you know, every year we, we always, you know, decide on, you know, next year we should do X. So, you know, I think there's going to be some possible booth changes next year, which will maybe help with the screaming that everybody has to do over the noise. But, you know, hopefully anyway, but... Yeah, we'll have to draw up a a new plan for the booth maybe and see if rather than doing a front table, we do sort of one of those booths you can walk into to interact instead of over the table. Um, I don't know how intimate we want to get with, you know, everyone who comes through because I, I see some of those booths and when they get busy, you know, everyone stacks up inside them. That's the only thing I kind of want to avoid, but it does get tiring after a while of shouting across the table <laughs> because some people are just naturally soft-spoken. You know, some people it's just hard to hear in there in general. And so it'd be not, I mean, maybe we just need to bring a PA <laughs> you just shout over everybody. <laughs> well, you know, ham radio deluxe next door has one. Well, that's yeah. true, but they also brought 
a, an infant. What? <laughs> <So. Yeah. Yeah. laughs> <Wow>. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, thankfully, we didn't really hear much out of that out of the infant. Uh, once oh. he was very well behaved, very well yeah. behaved, considering all the commotion going on around him. Yeah, or her. I would say uh, probably like a year old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing about old. a year. So. But yeah, yeah overall, the, they, go ahead. There's a luckily they can conk out in the middle of you know, Hamvention chaos in a chair and had a nice nap. I was kind of you know jealous. jealous. Envious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want my binky. Yeah. I want to sit down and fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so did you see anything or of note? wandering around i know you did wander around a little bit i don't know where you went or what you did but. i i tried to like run through every building but you know the booze were so packed full of people and you know i just i i saw a little bit from the from the aisles but you know being in a wheelchair in with nine zillion people in an aisle you don't move very well and you can't see very much but you know it's the one thing i did notice I didn't I didn't wander that much, but it seemed like there was a lot of open booth spaces that didn't you know, either the people packed up this, this was when I was wandering on Sunday. So I don't know if people packed up Saturday night, several people, and left, or if they just didn't show up at all. Yeah, I, I wandered around on Saturday when Hutch was there. Or Friday. When when was Hutch there? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. That's right. And in the in the three big buildings, one, two, and three, I did not notice a lot of free space. So, I mean, every every spot that there was a place to put a booth had a booth, and there was something in it. I think so, there may yeah, have they been. Met, they may have just packed up Saturday night then and left. That that would not shock me at all. I mean, that's pretty much par for the course. That Ham mentioned. There's there's a lot of vendors who just don't stay for Sunday. So. Yeah, some of the clubs too. Some of the club booths closed up and stuff like that. So that's not that's not too surprising, really. Um, I guess we're going to talk about booths a little bit. Uh, a couple of surprises, or I don't know if they're really surprises, but uh, um, obviously Kenwood wasn't there. Um, so yeah, nobody got any Kenwood pens this year, or pins. Sorry, pins. <laughs> um, and the other one that was kind of surprised to me over in building one, there was a uh, 10 tech. <laughs> and I was like, didn't they like sort of close or something? <laughs> I was talking, that's, I was over there talking to Dan about that KB6 and you and we're like, what the heck are they doing here? Didn't they just send out that they're not fixing any radios anymore because <laughs> there's no parts? Um, so it looked like they had like a table of radios in like a, like a two booth, um, thing that they had there. So that was just kind of surprising in general. I mean, I, I, I like tent tech radios. So, I mean, I had nothing against the company. It's just that they've gone through such <laughs> changing hands and everything else. And it was just really surprised to actually see them at the show. Yeah. I, I remember walking by them cause they were. I remember seeing them and they had like four or five radios lined up and I was like, Hmm, um, okay. <laughs> but, and then there was Tom. We saw, we, we all talked to Tom W five KUB who was there, but apparently didn't do his usual thing <laughs> for whatever reason. 
Yeah, he wasn't streaming, and I'm not quite sure. I didn't get the gist of why he wasn't, but uh, he he said he really wanted to uh, kind of get around and enjoy Hamfest because <laughs> he never gets the chance to actually do it. Even though he streams and gets around doing that, he doesn't get around to actually enjoy it himself. <laughs> and, and maybe that was the whole reason behind just going there and, and hanging out and talking to people and not having to be bothered by his, you know, spending all his time with you know what yeah. he does and just being able to enjoy it for himself and you know i can yeah, I, I, think get might have, I think there might have been some other issues too with the um the connectivity issues and stuff so i think there was like a sort of a double thing going on you know and he just took advantage of not doing it but i'm sure uh he's probably explained it on his show and i just haven't haven't caught it i just i did catch i think i got the the week before or something like that show or just the end of it. But I didn't get any information on why, why he wasn't specifically recording. <laughs> I just noticed that he wasn't. <laughs> and he just briefly mentioned what I just said at the show. So, yeah, absolutely. But well, Oh, and I will say that we, we wound up going with the wireless internet this time. And Bill had a, a computer that could uh, rebroadcast Wi-Fi so he could connect multiple devices and I feel like that actually worked well enough that we can do that going forward so not have to worry about the uh, extensive cost of the wired internet and all that stuff going forward. It's much more affordable to do the Wi-Fi, and I think we were able to do everything we needed with that. So that um, yeah. should be the way we go We go going forward. And, uh, you know, if things go the way they are or, the you know, the way they have as far as our, our listener support – it, it may be the case that we can we no longer have to do those uh, fundraisers in order to get there anymore. We may be able to do it entirely on listener donations without without that. I, I'm not without a separate campaign. Yeah, without a separate campaign. So um, we kind of crunched the numbers a little bit, and it looks like it might be possible, but I, we won't really know until you know February next year. But I, I think that might be the case. So it's kind of a nice place to be. And yeah, that's great. I want to definitely thank everybody who supports the show for, for us being able to do that and not have to keep hitting everyone up for more money so we can go hang out and like drink in a booth. <laughs> uh, well, they don't pay for the drink. No, 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 no. They only pay for the actual infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all of all of the things that uh, would not be considered a, a business expense is covered by us. <laughs> so, yes, absolutely. Yeah, we would not do that to to our listeners, but we do appreciate the support. It it really helps us out a lot, and it it lets us go to events like Hamvention, which uh, hopefully the way things are going, I mean, I see no reason why there won't be a Hamvention twenty twenty three. So, you know, hopefully we'll see everybody at that. And we have tossed around the idea of going to one, probably one, uh, of the other big ham fests between now and the next one. But we'll just have to see how that goes. So, of course, more information on that will will always be forthcoming as soon as we actually know anything. Right now, right now, I'm just like speaking off the top of my head for no reason at all. So, 
<laughs> Why are we making this podcast longer? We said it was going to be a show. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Exactly. Well, we can end it right here. So, because <laughs> honestly, Any I don't. Final words in? Let's see. I, I heard, I heard some, several people actually say that there were 30,000 plus tickets sold, which sounds to me like a number that was bigger than 2019. I want to say 2019 was like 28 or something, 25, somewhere in there. Well, there's a difference between tickets sold and heads and, and going bought. Yeah, right. right. No, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they always sell a lot of tickets. And plus, you know, there was a, a huge prize at the end of this one. So, you know, they had the $20,000 dream station. So a lot of people were enticed to buy some, some extra tickets. So I think they did get quite a few, uh, ticket sales that were related to, uh, the big prize. Right. Yeah. Well, the, they put the tax valuation on it at about $20,000. So somebody got a lot of gear. One thing I did notice, I went down through the list of like hourly prize winners and, you know, the, the grand prize winners and stuff. And I looked at the, the ticket numbers that were drawn and most, if not all of them were really early like low, like four digit and real low five digit numbers. Yeah. So I don't know if that speaks to anything in particular, but it does make me want to buy a ticket for next year early. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think the odds are better somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I watched. Uh, I was watched the uh, the big uh, the re. Uh, what do you call it when they have all the uh, excess stuff that uh, people didn't claim so all the unclaimed prizes and they flip through a, a bunch of numbers at once and those were all over the board um so yeah it was, looked pretty random from that aspect you know you had the the four digit numbers and then a bunch of different five digit numbers uh coming through for all the excess uh, excess unclaimed unclaimed stuffs that uh that were given out at the end before the grand prizes were drawn yeah well as is customary i i won nothing so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me neither so. <laughs> so anyway that's that so uh, i don't have anything else to say I, the show was fun like it always is it's exhausting but it's a great time we got to see lots of people i enjoyed the hell out of it and i'm already looking forward to 2023 so that's how i'm going to wrap Absolutely. up for me I'm right with you. <laughs> All right. Any final word, Cheryl? We have to do this again. <laughs> well, no, I guess you don't have to. You can sit at home and, and sleep. <laughs> nah, it's too much fun. It is. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. All right. You, well, go ahead. You and Bill didn't even sing your favorite song this time either. No, we'll save that for next time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next time. Great. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening and thank you very much for, if you went to Hamvention and you saw us there, we really appreciate it. And if you're a new listener, welcome to the Madhouse and uh, we, we hope you enjoy <laughs> going forward. And with that, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. This has been our Hamvention 2022 wrap up deep dive or whatever you want to call it. Episode number 468 of Linux in the Ham Shack. We hope you have a great week, and we'll catch you in the next one. I'm Russ, K5TUX. I'm Cheryl, W5MOO. And I'm Bill, NE4RD73. Thank you for listening to this episode of Linux in the Hamshack. 
LHS is a community-sponsored podcast. Our website is located at lhspodcast.info. You can support the podcast by visiting the LHS Patreon page at patreon.com stroke LHS podcast or by using the contribute list on the homepage. We have a presence on Discord, Facebook, IRC, Twitter and YouTube. You can also drop us an email at info at lhspodcast.info or leave us a voicemail at one 909 lhs show That's one 909 Visit the online LHS merchandise store at shop.lhspodcast.info for fun and fashionable show-themed merchandise. Until next time, remember to always heed your hedonism.